Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball, where we will be talking about game three of the American League Championship Series, which the Astros win five to zero. Christian Javier versus Garrett Cole. We take the lead three to zero. And me and Tom are here to talk about it. Tom, what is up, buddy? How excited are you? Good evening, Rob. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Man, what a game. Man, what a game. This team is unbelievable. You know, this was the game they weren't supposed to win. You know, Garrett Cole is their undeniable ace. $324 million ace in his ballpark, well-rested. You know, Astros bringing CJ, Christian Javier to the table. Equally talented, not to the caliber yet. I think he will be one day, only 25 years old. But man, they came out. And stole the show. You know, a part of me, the uh, conspiracy theorist inside my head, I was thinking maybe they're skipping Lance McCullers and and putting Javier out there as a, a sacrificial lamb to face the great Garrett Cole. And then you know what I remembered? He was part of that no-hitter. And you mm -hmm. brought that up, but I didn't think about it that way. And he sure showed up. And he sure pitched like an ace. It was amazing. I mean, last time, like we talked about, Christian Javier, seven innings, 13 Ks, no hit bid. And he just picked right up where he left off. You really worried that the layoff was going to be a problem. He had pitched four outs since the beginning of October. So I was a little worried about that. There was a lot of issues. It was Christian Javier, he's rusty, and he's going against Garrett Cole. Yeah, you wonder where they were going to find offense. I mean, early on, Garrett Cole looked exactly how he's supposed to look, and they just found a way. First game in New York, the crowd's pumped, they're ready. I'll tell you this, buddy. I know you know this, but people hate us. Big time. Big time. <laughs> All right, so before we get into this game, I know we did a fair foul gender reveal and I spoke about it last podcast that I got invited to a gender reveal, not knowing that it would be game three of the ALCS, not knowing that it would start at the exact same time. And I wanted to back out of it, but I went. And when I got there, they're watching part two of my opening statement the o the OSU Texas game. So they were watching that, and I was watching the game on my phone. And as soon as the Texas game went to halftime, they switched it to the baseball game, and it never changed after that. And I was sitting here talking to my wife, and I go, I don't even know who won that game. And then oh. I looked, at, I, I asked uh, Echo over there, and we high-fived each other. This my two <laughs> two teams I hate the most, and but I was going for OSU on that one. And uh, back to the gender reveal, 
I've never seen one in person. I got emotional. Really? I, I felt it. I felt their happiness. I felt their surprise because I guess the wife, everybody, you know, she's like, oh, the pregnancy's different than the other one because they already have a girl. Oh, everything's different. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, you're going to have a boy. You're going to have a boy. And that, and that the thing, they have buttons and you grab, it's going to be a boy or it's going to be a girl button. I grabbed the girl button. I go, this is going to be a girl, girl, dad family. And, and it was a girl. But I'm not going to lie. I was totally shocked that, that I was emotional. And my wife has it on video. <clears throat> it's uh, one of those things, man. You don't know it till you know it. And she laughed at me. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about this. Top of the second inning. Vasquez reached on a fielding error. Bader and Judge both called it out. Bader said it was loud. I don't know if the, the excuse is the wind. Now their excuse may be that it's loud. I don't know if they're making excuses. But there were two outs. There were two outs, and that got Chazzy Fizz up to the plate. And you probably saw my tweet that he was going to hit a home run in New York. But I didn't. I wasn't bold enough to say it was today. I just one of these three games, and we talked about it the last podcast. And he was coming up, and I told everybody, "Here we go, Oppo Taco. This guy's going to hit a home run to right field." And he did it. And they're like, "Whoa! How did you know that?" <laughs> so interestingly enough, um, that home run would have only been a home run in Yankee Stadium. And why didn't they hit any? Good question. A great job by Chaz. You know, Cole was pitching really tough. I mean, up to that point, you know, I didn't feel like he had given away too much. Chaz took a heater off the plate and just like he's been doing probably for the better part of the last two or three months. Shot it to right field. Hits the top of the wall. Caroms into the stands. 2-0. Good guess. So we go to the top of the six. The bases are loaded. Bregman got a double and Tucker walked. Yuli comes up and gets a single and loads the bases. And this is where they decide to take Garrett Cole out. And Boone was asked about it. Why did you do it? What do you think? Was that the right move? Well, so I saw Michael Kay, who is their announcer, the the, the equivalent of our uh, Blummer or TK. And, uh, he was furious. He goes, Lou Trevino's not even your best reliever. He goes, I don't care if it's 95 pitches. You trust Garrett Cole. He's your ace. He's your $324 million ace. You trust him to get you out of that position, even if he got you there more than you do your second, third, fourth best reliever or whatever. He didn't agree with it. I don't agree with it. I appreciate, you know, Boone for making the move because – I kind of always felt like if the Astros were going to have a chance in this game, it was going to be the get them getting to the bullpen. So them being able to get to the bullpen, it's kind of like what opened the game up to the where it got opened up. Otherwise, who knows? Cole probably leaves it right there at two, and they've got they've got a chance all the way to the end. Yeah, so it was big. Uh, Mancini came up next. Sack fly, sack fly. I think it was left center field. Bregman scored. We're up three to zero. And then Vasquez gets a single and drives in. I, I didn't know that the guy from second was going to score. I just thought it was going to be four to nothing. They both took off. 
Tucker scored. Yuli scored. It's up. We're up five to zero. That's the final score. Our bullpen was shut down. Javier was shut down. Five runs is all we need. I mean, last episode I said, you know, we're squeaking these games out. We're winning by one run. We're winning by two runs. Five to zero. I, I, I want to say I'm shocked. I mean, I, I, I am. I guess. <laughs> Five. To, I didn't see that coming. I wouldn't have bet that. No, not 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 against Garrett Cole. Not against you know the Yankees in Yankee Stadium. Backs against the wall. It was just really you know that one error was huge. Another at bat comes back to bite them, and then the Astros basically just manufacture them there. A walk here, bloop single there by Yuli. I mean, I would like to tell you they hit the ball hard because I think Trey hit the ball hard. Um, yeah, he, he obviously hit the, he, Bregman, hit the, he hit the ball good. Bregman hit the ball hard today, but I mean, for the most part, they just took it. They took advantage of the opportunities that they got, put runs on the board, and what more can you say about the Astros' starting rotation and bullpen other than they just been lights out all postseason long. So let's look at the pitching matchup. Javier, five and a third, one hit, no runs, three walks, and five strikeouts. Garrett Cole pitched five innings, although he was in the six, but he didn't get anybody out. Five hits, five runs, three of them earned. But three of those runs were the ones he left out there. So they make the move that, you know, the yes guy didn't agree with, and the the result was the same. I mean, all three of them scored, whether – I mean, if if it if I was a Yankee fan, I'd be like, just let Cole do it. Just leave him out there. He put him there. Like, this is our guy. This is the guy that's taken up a big chunk of our payroll. Let him do it. But anyway. I feel like he would have had the better opportunity to get strikeouts. I think he's the, uh, you know, K, double play, whatever they needed. Yeah. I think he's more equipped to do that than Trevino was. And then so Naris came in and pitched two-thirds. He had a strikeout. Stanek, Bigfoot, came in and looked amazing. <laughs> Three strikeouts. Hunter Brown, a little shaky. They brought Hunter Brown in the eighth inning, which was – it was I wasn't surprised. I was actually excited about it. And uh, he had a little trouble with the walks there. But he ended up two-thirds of an inning, no runs. Montero finished the inning for him. Abreu came in. At two strikeouts and gave up two hits in the ninth inning. So luckily we're up five to zero. We're not using press. We don't. We don't have to use Presley. I guess I was going to say we didn't have to use Montero, but that was kind of because of Hunter Brown. But overall, awesome. Another thing that's awesome. Altuve got his first hit. That was pretty awesome. So I watched uh, Garrett Cole's post game and they talked to him. I asked him how he thought he did. And- you know, what he thought about the Astros, stuff like that. He said they took advantage of like three pitches. We we made three bad pitches. Then he broke down his at-bats, you know, just went through all the different, you know, guys. He said the pitch to Altuve, three, four inches off the plate. Took it to right field. You know, that was never supposed to be a strike. It wasn't a strike. Altuve just went the other way with it. So proud of Altuve for, you know, being the bad ball hitter that he is, being able to get a single. Just one of those one of those things where you know you just need something. I thought he almost, he almost, he almost had two. Yep, yep. That was close. What do you think it was? I, at first, I was saying, "Nah, he's he's in there" because it looked like his foot touched before it went in the back of the glove. 
I think it was in the glove, but it wasn't in the back of it. But I figured, you know, they called it out on the field. It wasn't going to change. For me, what I love the most about it was that Dusty challenged it. Oh, yeah. Ultimate confidence in his guy, you know, bang, bang, play. Also, let's get this guy a hit. If we got a challenge right. to get it, let's use it. Right, right, right. Anything to anything to get him feeling good. Yeah. So I thought that was really important, really good. And I think that might have led to his next at bat. So Vasquez went one for three, and he had two RBIs filling in for uh, Maldonado, who's been doing good. He's been doing good offensively. And Vasquez also threw Bader out, I believe, right? Trying to steal second. Yes, and that was such a great at bat. Like or or like the the buildup, right? Bader stands on top of the plate. He's literally like crowding the plate to the point where like Javier's throwing strikes, and he's so close that the guy's just not calling it a strike because he's basically on top of the plate. So I think it was I think he he walks, but like two of the four pitches are are in the strike zone in the box. So the next the next at bat, they're trying to move him. And it was almost like a pitch out. It was a fastball, but it was a way. Gave Vasquez the opportunity to stand up, gun him down. And uh, it basically, whatever rally they thought they were going to have, killed it right then and there. That's what I was thinking, too. I was like, that looked like an accidental pitch out. Because it, it was perfect for him just to grab, get up, and throw it out. Uh, Bregman, two for four. He's hitting 346. Yuli Gurriel, one for four. Chaz, one for three. He also walked and hit a two-run homer. They got things going. Mancini 0 for 2, but he got a sack fly. He came up. At least he didn't strike out. I mean, if if you got the bases loaded, of course he wants you to get a hit. But at least hit it in the outfield, bring that guy in from third. And to me, he did his job. Payne went 0 for 5, and Jordan went 0 for 4, and Jordan's hitting 200. So we're doing this without... Alvarez and without Altuve there was a part part of the game I can't remember if it was the seventh or the eighth inning where Ron Darling you know noted Yankee guy he made the same he made the same you know uh I guess comment he was like again I can't remember if it was the seventh or the eighth but he was like the Astros are one for 13 from one two and three and they're up five to zero <laughs> just amazing stuff that's because the down there from Yuli on, they're they're delivering mm -hmm. a, a place that I, I mean, maybe I would say we didn't really get a lot of production from in the regular season back in the old days when it was top to bottom. And now this year it kind of seemed like it was once we got to Yuli, seven, eight, nine it was kind of weak, but they're they're coming through big time. Uh the Astros had five runs on six hits, and the Yankees had no runs on three hits and they got two hits off of, uh, in the bullpen. So, uh, judge over four, he's hitting one fifty six. So they're not talking about that much, but I think we have a fair foul that may let us touch on that subject. The Astros are two for eight with runners in scoring position and they left seven guys on base. So the Astros are up three games to zero. Do you know how many teams have come back in a seven game series down three to zero? One. One. 2004 Boston Red Sox. Have you seen the documentary? I don't know if it's a 30 for 30 or whatever it is, but it's really good. I want to say I saw it when it first came out. I haven't seen it in a while. Because I think game three, they got beat like 18 to nine or 19 mm -hmm. to eight, and they were like, nah. 
And there's a cool story about, I don't know, there was some guy involved in it, but it was really good if you haven't. I don't know what it's called, so I can't really tell you, but yeah. The Yankees were beating them three games to zero, and they came back, but it ain't happening with us. I can tell you that. Lance McCullers is pitching next, and they talked to him, and he said, hey, it's not over. I still have to go out there and pitch like it, like it's tied or whatever, or we're down three to zero. So Lance McCullers against Cortez tomorrow at 6.07. How excited are you about that game? It's going to be the longest, I don't know, 18 hours or whatever right now, <laughs> just trying to get to game time. I'm getting everything done <laughs> before six oh seven. I'm there. I'm locked in. Yeah, I think the Astros are too. You spoke about uh, Lance getting interviewed. Justin Verlander got interviewed, and he said the entire clubhouse has that mindset that is the, the job's not done. They're coming in like they're o three. They just got to get a win. They just got to win one game. So it's just awesome, you know, like. They're laser focused. It's like everybody's, you know, nobody's taking anything for granted. Nobody's like living in the moment like, wow, you know, we're up 3-0. Job's not done. All the years, you know, the last six years that the Astros have been in the ALCS, like going through the playoffs, this is like the most comfortable. This is like the most easygoing sort of like, I don't know how I feel this way, but it feels like we're going to win every game. It's so relaxing because we haven't lost yet. We've never been down two games to something. You know, I don't know. It's just comfortable. It's a really easygoing, comfortable playoffs for us. Well, I mean, after they got through <clears throat> Seattle, right, that first game where they were down and they came back and won, they basically played out in front the rest of the way. I think the yeah. – the Yankees have only led the entire the entire time all season long for half an inning. All through the regular season, postseason, they've led for a half an inning. So when I was looking that down, up. I was looking that up earlier and I forgot about the Seattle game that we had to come back. Eight to seven. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. So it hasn't been easy going. It's just been so long ago I forgot about it. Yeah, that game seems like two months ago. Because, I mean, they've just been on a roll since. All right, so let's move on to the NLCS, Phillies and Padres. It was a good game. I'm actually going to recap it a little. The Padres scored four runs in the first inning, and they're already down two games to one. And then the bottom of the first, Philly scores three runs. Hoskins had a two-run homer. At the bottom of the fourth, Philly tied it. Top of the fifth, San Diego scored two runs, and they were up six to four. Soto had a two-run homer. But in the bottom of the fifth, Philly scored four runs, and they were winning eight to six. Schwarber hit a home run in the sixth, nine to six. Real Muto had one in the seventh, ten to six. They were down four to zero, and they went ten to six. We're not seeing games like that. (laughs) That's that's stressful to watch games like that, if it's your team. I feel like the pitching – the, the levels of pitching, it's, it's you know, night and day, right? Joe Musgrove, ex-Astro, I know, you know, he's been really good, but would he have a spot in the rotation the Astros have right now? Probably not, you know. He'd probably the Astro, get the, the Astros have a – but besides JV, the Astros have a bargain rotation. They just I posted something and I looked for it again. And it was the payrolls. 
of the four teams left, and the Astros are ninth. Mm-hmm. Even the Phillies. I think the Phillies are two or three. I don't know. Yankees are two, someone's three, and someone's four or five, but we're nine. We have the still, lowest payroll out of the four teams left. Right, right, right. But still a top 10 payroll, right? We're still nine, yes. So they are spending money to 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 put this team out there, which is important, but they're smart about it. You know, Pena, rookie deal. Chaz, rookie deal. Uh, you look at half the pitching staff, right? Whether it's CJ or Framber or Arkady, Luis Garcia, none of those guys are getting paid yet. Yeah, I think eventually that'll happen. But yeah, they're just good at developing people. They'll just keep bringing people up. Like look mm-hmm. at Hunter Brown. He came in this year. Next year I'll be a rookie. We still got six years, six more years of Hunter Brown, no matter what. With postseason experience. Yeah, he could be the greatest pitcher in the world. And he ain't going anywhere for six years. (laughs) Yep. All right. Hoskins went two for four. He had four RBI, Schwarber, three runs. Game five is 137. It's you, Darvish, against Wheeler. I think that's a rematch. I don't know, buddy. I don't know. If if the Astros make it and they play the Phillies, I got to watch the game today. I saw the energy in the stadium. I saw a video someone posted that lived a mile away from the stadium, and he you know he's just recording the street, and then you can hear the crowd from the stadium. That's going to be a tough place to play, dude. They're incredibly hungry. I mean, both teams are, but I feel like that Philly club. You know what I mean? They've got the right mix of veterans and young guys and super hungry. They fired their manager, I believe, midway through the season. So they're they're that they're that story, right? They're that team that team of destiny type thing. So yeah. I worry about the Phillies a little bit. The things about them too is they have here's what here's a thing that I saw them interviewing someone today, and it could have just been a clip from ESPN or somebody. But they were saying that maybe they were interviewing Boone. I think that's what it was. And he was kind of asking him, he's like, you know, you guys can't do anything without Judge. Like when Judge doesn't do anything, you guys don't do anything. <laughs> but but what I'm getting at is if you look at the Phillies, they got three guys that can hit bombs, maybe even four guys. And uh, Schwarber, he wasn't doing anything. The guy had 212 in the regular season, and he led the National League in home runs. And he got a lot of walks. So he's very productive. I don't know. I'm not really scared of any team, but that's going to be exciting. It's going to be scary. And the thing I wanted to tell you, I did buy tickets. I bought tickets to – did I already say this on the podcast? I bought tickets to Game 2. And I bought tickets to game seven, which are both on Saturday because the Dodgers are out. So after they won today, I was like, all right, I think my tickets are good. I think I'm going to get to use them now. (laughs) And even on the websites where you can, where people sell each other tickets, they won't let you sell them until uh, they've won three games. But anyway, we have five all new fair fouls. Did you want to add anything else about the games? No, no, I think I'm good. Let's, let's get it. All right, we have five all-new Farrah Fowls right after this. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. All right, folks, we are back. Me and Tom didn't go anywhere, but you did. Thanks for listening to our ads and supporting us. We appreciate it. Some of y'all don't get them. Steve lives in Malaysia or something. He doesn't get them. He's like, I asked him, hey, what do you think about the ads? And he goes, what ads? I don't get any ads. I don't know. (laughs) But anyway, number one, and this, I don't want to give my answer away before I even say it, but I'm already worked up. Already. When the national media talks about the Yankees offense and how poor they've been playing, instead of praising the Astros pitching staff, why aren't they talking about the Astros pitching staff? That's who needs to get the credit. So fair foul, that bothers you. Fair for me. I hate it. It it (laughs) upsets me. We're pitching amazing. Pitching got us to where we're at now. Talk about that. Don't talk about us shutting the Yankees down. We're shutting them down. So it's fair for me too, 100%. It's just so interesting. Like, I feel like, you know, you know the players, you know some of the fans. They feel how they feel, right? Booing, cheaters, the whole night. I really feel like the national media holds a grudge too. I really do. I listen to these games. TBS is done, and it's been horrible. It's when the Yankees are at bat, how the Yankees can score runs. When the Astros are at bat, it's how the Yankees pitchers can stop the Astros. You listen to their narrative the entire time. One swing of the bat can change the game because they're <laughs> down. And it's like, not, I mean, they, they touch on the Strohs, you know, hitting, pitching, whatever. They sat there and, and talked ad nauseum about how to get Jordan Alvarez out, you know, how to get Tucker out. Instead of talking about, you know, the bombs he's hit or anything like that, you know, any flashbacks or anything like that. I'm over it. You know, I'm I'm <laughs> really, really close to muting it and putting on Robert Ford, Steve Sparks, and jamming out. That would be awesome. I wish we could I don't know if I can do that or not, but anyway, so we both say fair. Number two, I saw this yesterday, so I wanted to bring it up. 
Bruce Bochy. Was he a good hire for the Rangers? Fair or foul? Fair. I mean, I don't know how you fix the Rangers. They spent a boatload of money this past offseason. Still really bad. But if there is a manager that can do it, Bochy's got the res- the resume to do it. So he's definitely going to come in with, hey, this is what works, as opposed to recreating the wheel or whatever. I think they said something about his time in uh, San Francisco that they were pretty bad the first couple years and then they got close to 500. Then they started winning world series. So he knows how to win, but you got to give them players. You can't sign these two guys to 300, $200 million contracts and have nobody around them and have no pitching. You have to develop players like we do. So is a good hire. Sure. He's a good coach, (laughs) but I don't know, dude. They got to yeah. get pitchers. They got to develop them. We didn't go get Javier and Arquiti and and Lan- and Luis Luis Garcia. We didn't do that. They're here. We developed them. We found them. I didn't find them, but the Astros found them. Somebody, I can't remember if somebody said that. They said we, and then they somebody corrected them. Like, no, say we, dude. I think it was Susie. She said we. I, I say we. I'm gonna say we forever. I don't care. <laughs> number three this has been on the news a couple of days i think yesterday was the first time i saw it but i'm trying to word this in a way so joe espada he's not the only person rumored to be taking over chicago white Sox job but you know when rumors come maybe he's gonna go but he's supposed to succeed or secede? I don't know how to say that. I, I, I'm not smart enough. <laughs> He's supposed to take over. Because I typed it in and it, and it was the right word. So, But I just can't say it. He's supposed to take over for Dusty. But if Dusty is, we don't know if he's ever going to leave. He doesn't have a contract. But what if he wins the World Series? What if the guys say, hey, stay. We love you. But how do we know a spot is going to be good? How do you know? What proof do we have? I don't know. So you want Espada to stay in Houston and not take other jobs so that he can fill in when Dusty's gone. Fair, I would like him to stay. But I think he is probably going to go. So he got two interviews with the White Sox. He got two interviews with the Marlins. So I don't know... I don't know that he's going to just keep waiting. Supposedly last year he was on his way out the door and I think there was, he got some more money. They hey, told him we, to wait, right? Wait, wait, we, wait. We're, exactly. we're going we're gonna to take over for Dusty. And then I heard recently, and it was weird because it coincided with the two, right? I heard recently that there was a, thing, a rumor out there that Dusty's been offered to come back. So. And why not? Well, I think at that point, it's like, I'll right. take him back. But if I'm a spotter, right. I'm, I'm gone. Exactly. Someone gives me a job, I'm taking I'm not waiting around. And for for a lot of people that feel like a spotter was the guy, it's a lot like when, um, what's his name for the, for the Red Sox? He left Cora. When yeah. Cora left, he was the bench coach. Everybody said he's going to be great, you know, Really good guy. Players love him. He's going to be a fantastic manager. 
Everybody says the exact same thing about Joe Espada. Going to be great. Guys love him. Super smart. You know, he coached, he managed a little bit when Dusty was out for whatever. He's going to be perfect. So for me, I don't know, like, like long-term, I don't think it's great for the Astros because it'd be better if they had an in-house guy, you know, somebody the guys trust, somebody the players guy, they love him, that kind of deal, fight for him. Dusty 72, 73. Don't get me wrong. Love Dusty. How long can he do it though? Does he want to do it? Would, uh, do the, you think, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Dusty's had a long, long, long career chasing this ring. And a lot of us think, hey, he wins it. He's hanging it up. What, there's nothing left to prove. He's has like, he has like records about first guy to do this in the American and the national, this in the American and the national. The guy's a Hall of Famer. I just think about like, he sees the monster he's got in front of him. I wouldn't leave either of us. I, I would, you, I would, I would manage the Astros up? till I died. How do you give that up? That's, that's I wouldn't, the thing for me. I wouldn't. If, I, if I'm dusty till the wheels fall off, somebody's got to tell me this is bad for your health. Dusty, you need to stop because yeah. all he's got to do is show up, put the same nine names in the lineup card, <laughs> spit sunflower seeds, wear plastic gloves, and chew on toothpicks. And, and chew on toothpicks. And don't choke. Every time I see that, I think he's going to choke someday. And he has it. <laughs> but yeah, he's it's a pretty stress-free job. I would think. <clears throat> All right. So I don't care if he goes or stays. I don't, I mean, I think if Dusty did leave, we don't even know if Click's going to stay. He don't even have a contract. So how would we know if they hire the new guy that they would even want a spot of? They might have their own guy they want. Who knows? All right. So, number four, free agent after this year. I know they, ma they made it to the ALCS and they're still in it, but will Judge <clears throat> stay in New York? He's going to get paid a lot to stay there, but will he stay? I wonder if this series will have an impact. So there's rumors out there that multiple teams are going to chase judge. The giants are rumored to chase judge. The Mets are rumored to chase judge. So these are guys with tons and tons of money. Uh, the guy Cohen for the Mets. I think he's, he's like rich beyond rich. Everybody assumes he's just going to spend money just to build a winner. He doesn't care how. They booed Aaron Judge's last at bat tonight. I don't understand how if if you know if you look at the team and you can't see a winner in it. If I'm if I don't feel like the Yankees can win, and some other team offers me more money, what's my incentive to stay? I mean, he's saying all the right things. And your fans are booing you. Altuve's like over a hundred, and he nobody slant. Not one person <laughs> has slandered him. Not one Astro fan has said one negative thing about him because he has earned the right to not have any slander in his direction. And so is Aaron Judge. They wouldn't even be in the American League Championship if they didn't have Aaron Judge. He carried that team. The thing for me is that I don't know that the Yankees can offer him more money than say the Mets. Or the Giants. 
So if that's the case, you're really having to stay in New York because you love that team. Do you know where he's from? uh, From California, I believe. Mm -hmm. I believe. So that that whole him getting booed after his... Exactly. They've got a center fielder, though. But, I mean... He doesn't yeah, play center not? field. He plays right. He plays everywhere, all over the oh. field. I don't. Think Would you want him on the Astros? No. If we if we don't sign uh, JV, no, because that's not our mo. <clears throat> I think we're I think we're good with Chaz. I think we're good with Chaz, but I think they've spent their money. Like they didn't give it to Carlos. They didn't give it to Springer. They've spent their money. Like, all right, we're gonna give chunks of money, but not the ridiculous contract money. Judge is going to get a ridiculous contract from somebody. The now, Astros Judge, don't do long term. That's the difference, right? But I mean, it's smart though. You look at the long term deals, and and the last three years, you're just hemorrhaging money. It doesn't help you, and you can't sign anybody. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I like the Astros. I like the way they do things because <laughs> because it's like when they offered Correa what six years or any and he turned it down. It's like you. They're not going to give him 10. The guy's yeah. not going to stay. They're not going to give him what he wants. And I knew he was going to leave anyway, by the way. So uh, I think he stays. I think he stays. I think they're going to pay him. I think he's already comfortable being there. I think he stays. What'd you say? Foul. I think he goes. Ooh. All right. And finally, number five. This was yours, and I'm excited about answering it. Fair <laughs> foul, sauerkraut on hot dogs. Foul. Oh, my God. Not for me. Not for me. I'll put. How'd you come up with it? Because I don't like it. I knew, I knew, I knew. <laughs> I was already very opinionated the other way. So you already, had the, it, an, you already had the answer. I saw it in the store today. I was in the store. I was shopping. Have you tried it? Yes. Can't stand it. Um. I saw it, and the same people, Vlasic, the brand, they make pickles. They make sauerkraut. Didn't know it. Yeah, that's what I it was tastes like, like. I was like, I would put their relish on a dog every day, all day, twice on Sunday. The sauerkraut would be nowhere near it. So I don't know what brand it is, but they sell sausages. And they have, you know, sausage with cheese, and they have beer brats. But it comes in like a little six-pack, and it could be, it's something farms. I don't know. But that's way better with sauerkraut. Like a beer brought with sauerkraut and mustard, you can't beat it. <laughs> sauerkraut, 100% fair. Love it. I never have it on a hot dog, but I sure will. I sure <laughs> will. I love I love anchovies and sauerkraut. I'm pretty gross, ain't I? I mean, to each his own. It just won't be me. When I was little, I was so picky. My mom would cook dinner. I'm like, oh, I don't like that. And I would eat cereal. I ate so much cereal. I can't believe she let me do that. She wasn't mean. Like, no, you're not going to eat. If you're not going to eat dinner, you're not going to eat. But she was nice. And I ate a lot of cereal. I definitely didn't get to pick the cereal we ate. I definitely wanted and asked for cereal. And that's what I love about being an adult. I can go to the store and eat any cereal I want. And I can buy as many boxes as I want. And I can eat as many bowls as I want. I love cereal. But anyway, you know what else I love? I love Tom's final thoughts. Hit us with it. <laughs> the one thing that I took away from today's game that I thought was awesome 
little risky, but I really appreciated what, what happened. Dusty pitching Hunter Brown. Hunter Brown is the future of this Astros rotation. Everything, I mean, barring injury, he looks like the real deal. And for Dusty to give him two-thirds of an inning in Yankee Stadium, game on the line. I mean, he put it on the line, but I mean, on the line. And then gave him the Rizzo at bat. I thought that was awesome. Showed unbelievable confidence in the kid. I think he he that's going to be so valuable to him going forward. Maybe get some World Series burn too. Who knows? That was his but, fourth hitter, right, Rizzo? Yes. Yeah. Yes. He definitely could have lead- pulled him. Yeah. yeah. That was good. So for me, I just loved it. And that's my final thought. Oh, I love it too. Pretty awesome that he put him in. I don't think he would have put him in if it was two to zero, but I still like it. He got some uh some experience in a high level game in the eighth inning. He's gonna get a lot more future of the Astros. That's fair. I agree with you. But everybody, thanks for tuning in, and we'll be back tomorrow to cover game four, and hopefully we'll be on the way to the World Series. See you next time.